And so let's welcome in the Concordia alum. He did his GA years on the John B. line at the University of Michigan. Now he patrols the sidelines for the Ohio University Bobcats in a race for max seating right now. The coach, Kyle Barlow. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Barlow 4. Coach Barlow, good morning to you. Happy Thirsty Thursday. What's going on over there? How are you? How are the kids? Great. Hey, it's a great morning. Great morning. Talking about spending money. You know, Bellino, every... Every time we open up this show, uh, or you open up, you introduce me, you say proud Concordia alum, right? Yep. And I'm a very, very proud Concordia alum, and there's a lot of stuff going on with that school right now. And I I would be, you know, I I need to talk about it. So I I appreciate you and giving a platform. I love love the the floor, the mic right now, because there's a lot of um, people, and including – uh, people who are trying to shut it down and trying to sell it and um, make it make it just a, a riverfront property up there on Getty's Road. So, you know, there, Concordia needs help, and it's a special place. It's a place where I would I wouldn't be who I am without Concordia right now. And it's more than just uh, a money maker. You know, so many things in this day and age. You know, hospitals, schools. You know, everywhere it's about the bottom line, right? And Concordia has always been more than that. And it, it gets it's it's a place where you grow not only as a, a student, you know, with your programs, but you grow as a Christian, you grow as a husband, father. You know, a lot of people meet their uh, wives, their significant others there. You know, and it's and it's and it's it's a place that goes beyond the bottom line. And there's you know these forces that are treated like it's Wall Street. Like at what point did it become Wall Street, where everything's about hey, we're gonna buy something? just to sell it off. Like, this ain't Blue Star Airlines, Bellino. You ain't Gordon Gecko with a slightly less expensive suit. Come on, man. And maybe a cooler cell phone. Remember how big a cell phone was in Wall Street? Yes. It was was crazy. (laughs) So there's just a lot of things. And, um, you know, I got a lot of – my best friend is still working there. My sister's a hockey coach there. So it's a very transitional time. So I want everybody – you know, this this radio station goes out to a lot of – um, uh, affiliates in Michigan all over. And then obviously you can hear it. <clears throat> like you said, whoever, how you may be listening, your, your line that I love, but you know, support Concordia, whether that's financially, whether that's um, spiritually, whether that's whatever support Concordia and we'll get the links and how to do it. Um, but would love to save that special place, man. My question is what in the world, um, like what? What is the what does Wisconsin have to do with this? So the, uh, about ten years ago, there was a merger. Um, Ann Arbor was in a bad spot. That's actually what I worked there, and um, they weren't they weren't cash flow positive, and they were in debt. And Wisconsin was going to open up another one. There's about ten Concordias around the U.S. Um, they were going to open another one in Florida, but they said, "Hey." Ann Arbor is beautiful right there. It's a special place and a special city. You know, let's merge with them instead of taking on a new project. And in the past 10 years, I think nine out of 10, um, they've been uh, in the black and one bad year. And then a new president took over at Concordia, Wisconsin, and had one consultant come in and say that things are dire. So he's looking to maybe sell it, which is like, Hold on. If you believe one person, if you believe everything one person says, I think you're you're being ignorant. I don't believe everything one person says. If you believe everything Bush says, or I mean uh, uh, Trump, if you believe everything Biden says, you're an idiot. If you believe everything Anthony Bellino says, you're an idiot. Sorry. 
But so so uh, a consultant came in. It's almost like a new regime, and I don't think they get the value of what they have there. And you know, we're not supposed to talk bad about them. We're supposed to be Christian brothers and sisters and go about this in a, in a certain way, and you know, not put the board at fault, not put the new president, not not the new CFO. Who I heard, mm, you know, there's some questions there too. So you know, we're not supposed to do that. But the facts are the facts. The former president was actually on a podcast who you know saw the merger through was president of both universities and you know he he proposed there there are ways out there are solutions to this problem and you know just like in die hard he's like if you're not part of the solution you're part of the bleeping problem right so be part of the solution okay did i did i just hear that right if you believe everything that i say that you are an idiot yeah. Is that was that what I that what I just <laughs> my feelings? That what I just is that what I just heard? You know, hey, look, uh, hey, hey, as a professor of the truth <laughs> on this program and the most fair and honest radio host in the country, I am insulted with a little bit of pepper too, a little salt and pepper there. I, I no, but it's guys, honestly that that's the line I tell our guys all the time because you know in college it's a very transformational type of time and they're like well my professor said this about blah 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 so this has got to be fact you know or online I read this one. I said man if you believe everything one person says you're an idiot you know I am shocked at the amount of people that will not listen to something that somebody has to say because they are quote they're an idiot or they are too one sided on this. Like I listen to both sides on just about every argument. Like I want to hear what people have to say. I, I think that's kind of the smart way to go about it. And then I'll try to you know find my own conclusion uh, somewhere in the middle, right? Isn't that what they tell you to do? Listen to a little bit of that. Listen to a little bit of that. And come to your own conclusion. I think it's what you need to do, and 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 especially like you know thinking about like the pandemic or even any sports issues like like your your solution with nil which i would love to talk about if we have time i know we're uh i was a little long-winded on that but you know even that it's like yes there are complications to you know it's never just that easy right and it's like until you understand both sides you're not going to get it and going back to the concordia thing you know i sound very one-sided as an ann arbor person you know i haven't brought up the concordia wisconsin side but there's been a lack of transparency about that and and you know people are asking people in high positions are asking for trust it's like well you can't have trust without transparency right? mm. so i want to hear mm. i want to hear that side and and and, every, and everything's premature right oh well you know that might be premature blah 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 well kids, i mean you know what you know what else is premature is sending oh, a sending an email on valentine's day yeah i'm not going there <laughs> oh boy yeah Right, right, right. I'm not going there, but sending an email on Valentine's Day with no other discussions, that might have been a little premature, too. Wow, that's a, uh, that, that's a lot. Look, look, you know, um, I think that in, you're not eating up time. It's an important issue, right? There's people that are listening right now that have been in Concordia, gone to a camp there. Uh, maybe they have, uh, maybe they went to school there, right? And, you know, this is, this is, this is your segment. You get to say, you can talk about uh, whatever you want to talk about. So I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it, whether it's premature or not. Like we're, we're here for you, man. Um, so uh, let's, let's dive into that NIL, uh, deal. And, and the way that I, I had thought about it a little bit last night because uh, it was brought to my attention, like, well, what happens if the player can't pay? So basically with the NIL money, uh, my idea is that, you know, whatever the player is going to make on this pay for play disguise his name, image and likeness, but call it what it is, pay for play, whatever they are going to bring in for that, uh, their buyout would be 80% of that money. 
And, and somebody said, "What if they can't? What if they can't pay for that?" Well, somebody's got to. So if they can't, if, if they can't afford the buyout, then the school that is looking that they're looking to transfer to has to make that purchase. They have to they have to reach that agreement. Just as if you know, Chris Holtman. Chris Holtman got fired. The university knows what's at stake. His buyout, twelve point seven million. Uh, Kayla DeBoer leaves Washington, takes a promotion, goes to Alabama. That's awesome. Money's exchanging hands. That is not a free pass. And that's where I think that we could kind of simmer down a lot because I look at a guy like Mike Sainer still, for example, a guy that was, you know, a wide receiver when he got to campus. Coaching staff told him convert to DB. Trust us on this. He could have walked right then, and he could have went and been, you know, he could have went to the MAC and been a great receiver. Done, done whatever he wanted to do. But a lot of times at eighteen or nineteen years old, you don't know what's best for you. And a lot of times at eighteen and nineteen years old, the people around you don't know what's best for you. In fact, they might be giving you bad information. Look at Mikey. He likes it. He's now going to be a top fifty pick in the NFL draft. Probably could potentially even be a first round pick at DB. So let's litigate this a little bit because I really do like it. And, you know, and I say litigate, you can be Anthony Bellino, associate at Wallace and Wallace Law Firm, circa 2004, right? The law firm, Ben, ben and Rasheed. Like, That's you, you right. Work there. I'll be Barlow and Associates down here, just a mom and pa shop in Athens, Ohio. But so I, I think, um, I think this is actually, I wouldn't be shocked if this is actually going on already. And you look at guys like uh, Nigel Pack, who went down to Miami, Florida, two years, 800,000, right? Out of Kansas State after Bruce Weber got fired. I would be shocked if a businessman, like, I forget his name down in Miami, but he has Life Wallet. Um, you know, he, he got the Cavender twins, you know, big, big, uh, big, big Miami donor. But I would be shocked if he didn't have an out written into that contract because it was so specific, right? That was one of the most specific NIL deals that we heard of, which, like I said, we need to stop using NIL. That was the most specific pay for play deals that we heard because there's no way that you are getting $800,000 worth of revenue um, or marketing or whatever. So it's not name, image, and likeness, right? You're not, he's not doing that for that company. It's pay for play. So I'd be shocked if there wasn't some out in that, but what, what you're talking about, and we go back to transparency again, right? Yes. Like we need transparency in these contracts so that we know not only like we we've had it done to us and we're not even that big of a, um, obviously a big, that big of a player. We didn't make your power 50 uh, that you were talking about yesterday, which I'm not offended about Ohio university. That is, but like we've had it done to us. We're like, Hey coach, like such and such team has given me such and such money. And it's like, we're not allowed to have those conversations. <clears throat> so we've heard that they're having those conversations, but they're like, they're, they're trying to up the number or their agent or their coach or their whoever is trying to up the number. And it's like, we need transparency with this. Like, because it's like, I had NBA people come to us uh, this summer and be like, man, what you're going through is crazy. At least we have a salary cap. Like we don't have a salary cap. We have no idea what the market value is because it's not market value. It's not NIL. So when we're litigating this, when we're, we're talking about these buyouts, I think the biggest thing is transparency with the contract, uh, transparency with an actual value. And then with your model, I had one question. Yes. Are, are you talking about still this, this collective and these uh, random donors for, this, um, for, for, for where the money's coming from, I guess? Uh, Are you talking about the no. revenue sharing? Because I know you mentioned until we get revenue sharing. Yeah, until we get revenue right. sharing, yes, it would come out of the collective. Because what the, the guy that I want to bring up is going to is going to hit close to home to you, right? And yep. and that's uh, because this is maybe the best way to go because you can kind of see 
where this gets a little sticky, right? So if Olivier Kamwa, you know, RIP to his season, if this young fella, you know, he's now going to have wrist surgery, he transferred in from Tennessee. He's a graduate transfer, right? So things are a little bit different. Like he's doing things kind of like the old school way. But let's take a kid like, you know, Sears, for example, leading Alabama, Mark Sears is, with 20 points a game. He's been dynamite, Alabama. They went in overtime last night by five against Florida. Sensational game. But he's a guy who started his career at Ohio University. So if Sears says, and I don't know this, and I'm not asking you this number, but if Sears says, Alabama's going to offer me $100,000, I want to go play at Alabama. Well, that's great. Whatever his you know pay-for-play deal would have been at Ohio, he would have been responsible or Alabama would have been responsible for 80% of that buyout, which then gives money back to the school that is losing their player, gets that money back into that collective so they can go get the next piece. Like, I feel like it's the most economical sort of system that we could put into place to sort of balance things out until we do have our revenue sharing and we grow up and act like adults. Yeah, so so I hear you. So it's like the contract. If somebody was under contract, like in your hypothetical, if Mark was under contract for the next year and there was a certain number that we had and he didn't go fulfill that year in a contract, he would owe 80% of that back. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and and in that contract, whatever his, you know, if it's a, when a guy comes to campus, you know, if, he's, if he signs for a three- to four-year deal, whatever the, the case may be, for X amount of dollars per year, if he wants to leave, he's responsible for that 80% or the school, the school that is trying to lure him in. Cause I think that kind of, that might, that might stop the poachers a little bit, right? The poachers keep poaching until they start getting hunted. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, the, the, the poachers, uh, keep poaching until they get hunted, but I, I think it'll, I think it'll help a little. I don't think it'll completely stop it. And right now what you have, is one, you have collectives and um, the synthetic NILs who are stiffing the kids. Like there's been a couple examples last year uh, and a few examples that we just heard in the coaching community rumble around this year that kids like get X amount of dollars because they thought they're the high impact transfer and then they don't have as good of a season. And it's just like playing in overseas or Europe. Sometimes that, uh, that check doesn't show up or it doesn't hit, doesn't hit the count. Right. And then they're like, Good. Well, like, we never like set a contract. Like, again, so it's protecting both sides in your solution, which makes it even that much better of a solution, I guess, because that happens. And don't don't be like nobody should be surprised that that happens. Yeah. Hey, look, hey, we got a hundred grand for you to come down here and play old shooty hoops at Molino State University. And you were dominating there in, in uh, Conference USA, giving us a double double. And you got down here, young fella, and you did not produce. And that check did not produce either. So you're either going to get yep. your rear end out of the court and put up some numbers and get us some wins, or that check is going to find itself lost somewhere and voided out in the mail and end up in a shredder. Hey, can, real quick, can we yeah. can we can we uh, shout out the chips, man? Fire up chips. How, how about them? I know this. Uh, I know we got a lot of listeners, a lot of alum. For some wow, are you allowed to say that? What, great, I mean, man. talk about uh, talk about fair and unbiased here. This guy is coaching against a team <laughs> in his league and giving them credit. Some people just get it, folks. This guy right here, Bing bong. he gets it. You want to say fire up chips? Go ahead. You could say it. Yeah, man, they're they're sitting down. They are guarding. They're in a stance. You know, it's like it's like it's like what Michigan State used to be. See, I had to get a shot. I I, I just can't help it. 
but they're sitting down their garden. They're beating teams. They beat Toledo at their place. Um, they've beaten Bowling Green twice now, who was uh, within a, in, in their standings. You know, they did lose to Ohio. You know, I just had to throw that in there. But <laughs> that's what Ryan just said. Ryan just typed that in on the sheet just now. He gets it because he's responsible for one of their few losses in conference play. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep it fair. Like we got to call a spade a spade, don't we? But yeah. man, no, I'm, be, I'm being dead. I'm being dead serious. Some really good basketball being played up there. Uh, a lot of reason for excitement. I know Ryan and all the Central Michigan alums and fans out there were thrilled with that uh, 20-point victory against Western Michigan and throwing toilet paper all over the floor. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but they did it, and it was crazy. He's the coach, Kyle Barlow. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Barlow 4. Donate to Concordia and Ohio University. We're back with more after this. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network.